Welcome to the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we are having conversations that matter for wherever the military has taken you. We're bringing you stories from real military spouses who not only understand the challenges, they are harnessing the opportunities to build lives they can love. From new spouses to veteran spouses, you'll get tips, tricks, and actionable steps that will help you along your military life journey. Welcome everyone, this is Heather Campbell, and we are so thankful you have joined us on the Mill Housing Nation podcast where we dive into the uniqueness of the military family journey by helping you build a life, a community, and a home you love when you are not in control of where you will call home next. Hey, everyone. Thank you for being with us again here today. We're going to talk about kind of a difficult conversation of how to support families and service members who are going through deployment. Okay, so we're going to be talking about this today. This is something that is one of the difficult parts of military life, but also a very normal part of our life. And we're going to be talking about this ability to support both as the family experiencing deployment, how do we move forward, but also as the community. So we're going to sort of look at both sides of that today. But before we get started, I want to give a quick thank you to Navy Mutual and Caliber Home Loans. They are our sponsors for today's episode, and we will hear more from them in just a little bit. Now, when we're talking about deployment, The first sort of perspective I want to discuss with you guys is when you are the family of the member. So whether this be, you know, parents or siblings or spouse or children, but you're you're the one who's sort of left behind, right? You're the family of the person. You're the ones who are left behind. So when we're talking about the family, just know that that's an inclusive term of the people that you love that you intentionally share your life with. Okay. This isn't an exclusion. This is an inclusion. All of those people we're just going to lump into family. So if you're the family of the loved one, of the service member, then you need to think about how you can regularly be supporting them. We know about care packages. We know about trying to make phone calls. Yeah, that's all well and good. That's sort of the stuff they tell us at our pre-deployment trainings, right? But some of the things that we miss is how to intentionally include our service member in the things that are going on at home. Are we talking about in our conversations the the normal day-to-day stuff or are we actually including them in how to plan a family event or uh, something that you're you're working with, working through, you need to make a decision? Now, of course, every deployment and every ops tempo doesn't have that opportunity, but whether this is through email or phone call or, or messaging, how are you intentionally connecting? I know some families will watch a show together and they will maybe watch an episode and then they'll talk about it or they'll watch it at the same time. And some people read books together. So how are you intentionally finding a way to still do that relationship building? And I say intentional because when you are not present, it does require an extra level of intention with your communication where some things are just easy. When you live life with someone, you know, who lives in your house, it's a little harder to stay connected with them on that relationship level when you don't see them every day and you don't get to, you know, ask them to take out the trash or to pick up the kids. So finding ways to intentionally connect that on top of all the stuff we already know, deployment care packages and and all of that. Those are the things we need to think about from the family perspective. Now that's for taking care of the service member. Now as the family who is left behind, there's a few things that we can be doing within our own family to help us support each other as we go through this deployment. One of the things that the Military Special Operations Family Collaborative found back in 2018, they found eight common behaviors for coping with 
a deployment or a high ops tempo or any sort of stress. And it includes things like skipping family traditions or not having a regular family routine, sort of these things we do. Oh, well, until we get back to normal, we're not going to do that. We won't do that vacation. We won't celebrate that birthday. Now, remember this, this nonprofit, the Military Special Operations Family Collaborative, they specifically look in the special ops community. So they're gone a lot. They have a very high ops tempo. And what they found was with the short-term I guess, coping mechanisms, they found long-term effects that have actually led to a decline in overall resilience, health, performance. And so they were able to say, hey, how do we work around this, right? So they've got information in that. They've got more coming out soon. But because I work with them and we've had this discussion, it's been something we've talked about a lot from the perspective of family meals. Those of you listening know I'm a registered dietitian and family meals are so important in every family, but especially in the military. And I'm going to tell you why. When we have the ability to gather our people, friends, family, neighbors, whoever it is, right? Gather our people at a table and just invest in community with them, invest in an intentional relationship with them. We get to share our heritage, our culture, our foods, our beliefs, relationship. We actually get to build community with one another. And as a military family, our location, the people around us, even whether or not our service member is home, that changes. But the one thing that we can consistently do is invest in relationships around shared meals. Think about holidays. Someone gets sick. Someone has a baby. Someone's doing great. You want to celebrate. You have a holiday. All these things, we bring meals or some form of fasting in in some cases, but they all have a food aspect. So continuing on with these family traditions, continuing to have regular family routines, celebrate holidays, have family dinner. Don't sort of put forward this thought or this expectation that because your service member is gone, the family's on pause or the the family doesn't move forward, right? So that's one way that we can help on the home front is by still having these traditions, having connection both within our homes, within our community, and with our service member while they're gone. And I will say one more thing for the family who is experiencing deployment. I'm going to hold you guys accountable for this because I am just as bad. I wish I had a mirror that I could say this to myself right now. You have to use your community. You have to use your community. Be aware of what's available through your service branch, through your military installation, through local nonprofits, churches, schools. What resources are there and also the people around you. When people say, hey, Heather, let me know if you need anything. And I say, oh, okay, I'm not sure. I don't ask because one, sometimes I don't realize what I need. But two, because I don't know, I'm afraid of being a burden or I'm not really sure why we don't ask. But one thing I have learned through high ops tempos and through deployments is it is so, so important to use your community and to accept that blessing from them because you do have people around you who want help, whether it's neighbors or coworkers or people from your service members unit. You have someone, at least I would say a handful of people who are interested in helping you, but they cannot help if we do not accept it. Use your community. Ask someone, hey, I'm ordering groceries. Can you pick them up for me on your way back to the neighborhood? Or, hey, can you bring my son home from basketball? Or actually, I really could use your help. Can someone come shovel the driveway? That's one for us here in Alaska. But those are things that we need to know. So, you know, connecting within our families, connecting with our service member, using our community around us, and continuing to have those traditions are all ways that we're going to be able to get through deployment as a family, being connected continuing traditions and sort of not putting everything on hold and just waiting. Okay, we're going to pause here and listen to a message from our sponsors. Trust is everything. For 140 years, Navy Mutual has been safeguarding your family and your future. 
Navy Mutual's financial strength and stability ensures they'll be there when you need them the most. They are there to provide members high-quality, low-cost life insurance and annuities, educate the military and uniform service community at large on matters of financial security, and to help members secure their earned survivor benefits. With commitment, competence, and character, for Navy Mutual, it's all about trust. A nationwide lender with branches across the country, Caliber Home Loans Incorporated is staffed with local experts who are eager to share their knowledge and help you realize your dream of homeownership. Caliber is committed to meeting the specific mortgage needs of the brave men and women of the United States Armed Forces who serve our country with resolute sacrifice and bravery. Their combination of our user-friendly technology and the professional guidance of their loan consultants creates a smooth route to homeownership. Okay, welcome back. Now, in the first part of this episode, we talked about what to do as the family of the service member, gathering around the table, continuing traditions, connecting with your community. And that is a great segue into the second part of this episode. If you are in the community with deployed service member, let's say you're not the one experiencing it this time. Maybe you're a civilian, maybe you're the neighbor, maybe you're another military family. How do you come alongside the family that's left behind and also the service member? Again, same thing for service member. We know to send cards, we know to include them, we know to send care packages, those kinds of things. But if you have that opportunity to connect with the service member, be intentional about asking what they need. And they might not want you to be sending them stuff. I hear so many times from service members, check on my family, call my spouse, call my significant other, check on my kids, help at home, right? So just be aware that while we can, we can send boxes to our troops and we can do all these great things and those are so needed, we do not want them to feel forgotten or not feel cared about. But it is so important to come alongside these families as the community around them. So here's a few ideas for doing that. Support with the logistics. You guys know being in the military, running a family, having a marriage, having a house, all these things, or even not even a marriage, just a relationship with a person who's gone and trying to carry all of that on your own is very difficult. So as community members, whether we've gone through it or not, we have an opportunity to come alongside this family and support those logistics, like picking up the groceries or bringing kids home from errands or just being present. And when you're asking how you can help, I caution you from saying something like, let me know if you need help. Let me know if you need something. Because sometimes we're so overwhelmed, we don't even know what we need or what people can do. So I encourage you to make suggestions. Hey, our kids are on the same team. Can I, can I pick up your kiddo for practice? Or hey, I'm going to be making this for dinner this week. Can I bring you guys dinner on Thursday? Come up with solutions. Come up with ideas, especially if you have a family that hasn't really figured out what they need to ask for help yet then you can come up with ideas. Hey, would this be helpful? Hey, what if I have my son come mow your lawn? Would that be helpful? Would that give you guys a break? Or better yet, what if I watch your kids and you can go outside without the kids and you can mow the lawn and have a little bit of time to yourself, right? So be thinking of what would help you in that situation. Maybe things people have done for you in the past with a loss or with a stressful time or with a deployment and how you could bring those acts of service into the family that you are in community with. Also. Another thing, in addition to supporting the family with logistics and you know offering to help, I would say offer without being asked. Don't wait for me, Heather, to call you and tell you I need help because I'm either going to forget or we have so many people tell us, oh, let me know if you need something. Let me know if you need something. But when it comes down to it, like I don't remember who said that. So offer. Definitely make it known that you are there and willing to help and give ideas. Hey, I'm going to the commissary. Can I pick something up for you while I'm there? 
hey, I'm going to order this. Do you want to tag team shipping and, and order this with us, right? Again, that's part of life here in remote Alaska. But last thing, as a community around a deployed family, I would say to intentionally be present. And that's more than just, you know, oh, let's go, let's go to a girls event or let's have a, a night out together. But be intentionally present in, in just the messy parts of life. Be intentionally present when my kids haven't showered and they're not wearing pants. Like still come hang out. Please don't give up on us. I've said that a lot recently to, to a few people in a season of overwhelm. Like, hey, please don't give up on me. I still care. I'm still here, but I'm kind of a mess. Don't give up on me, right? So think about that when you've been in that overwhelm. Yeah, it's great to have everybody come over to go out to a family event, but now I need to coordinate a babysitter. Honestly, what I want someone to do is come sit in my house while I fold laundry, sit in your sweatpants with me and hang out. You don't even have to help with the laundry. Just hang out with me. Let me talk to you after I put my kids to bed. Come over after bedtime in those lonely evenings that I'm in my house by myself. Come hang out and just just hang out with me while I do my dishes or watch Netflix, right? So think about that intentional being present and not necessarily taking the place of the service member who's gone, not like that, but just being somebody who's there and intentionally present because experiencing a deployment, especially if you're far from home or if you're in a new location, yeah, you might see friends and, and community members at, at different events, but you get home and you get the kids to bed, you know, at seven and you're up until 10, those evenings can get lonely. Sometimes it's a nice break, but, but sometimes it's nice to just have someone to hang out with that doesn't require me putting on grown-up clothes or organizing my house. Sometimes it's nice to just have someone who will come over. And yes, it's nice to bring wine or chocolate and those things are funny, but honestly, helping with logistics and being intentionally present are so, so meaningful, especially from the perspective of the family going through deployment. So I encourage you community members to be intentionally present with your neighbors and your community members who are the ones who are left behind, who are the family of that service member. Now to quick recap, if you are a family who is going through deployment, make sure that you are intentionally connecting with your deployed member. You're carrying forward traditions. You are continuing some of those regular routines. You're gathering around meals. You are intentionally connecting in relationships, both with your service member, with your home, everyone in your home, and also with your community. And that includes asking for help. People might say no, they might, but you'd be surprised how many people will say yes. So ask for help. As the community members, make sure that we are available that we are offering help that we know that we can do, especially if you are also a busy family, make sure you're offering things that you actually can help with, right? So that's a, a great side of offering is you can say, hey, I can, I can take on this. Would that be helpful? And then being intentionally present with that family, being there for the really boring parts. Yeah, everybody wants to be at the photogenic homecoming or everybody wants to drop off, you know, a bottle of wine, but who's going to help me fold all these kid socks? Also, why do kid socks like lose half the pair and None of them match. I have a basket of unmatched socks. That feels overwhelming at 8 p.m. when I'm exhausted from the kids. I've got to sit down to dig through these stupid socks. So being intentionally present for those messy parts of life and just letting these family members and the deployed service member know that they are not forgotten, that they are not alone, and that you are with them and that you care. As always, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and share with your friends. We appreciate your feedback and comments that you share with us as we support our military community. Thank you all so much for being a part of the Mill Housing Nation. We appreciate you. The Mill Housing Nation is where you will always have a community no matter where you are stationed.